Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Mastin Kip Podcast. I'm your host, Mastin Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best-selling author of the book, Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that and my team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mastin Kip Podcast. So um, when ventral vagal system is overseeing everything, okay, sympathetic and dorsal add their regulating impacts. Okay, they're non-reactive and you get balance. Okay, so it's not that you get ventral vagal and the other two go away. It's about when this thing's in control, okay, your inner parent, yourself, your ventral vagal system, you can have the other two. And let me give you an example. What would it feel like? Is there such a thing as safe or ventral vagal dorsal activity? Like, let's think about what that means. What are some safe ventral vagal dorsal activities? Hugging. What else? Meditation. By the way, that's why meditation is so hard for people because mammals don't like to be immobilized. It's death. So some people have a hard time sitting still or just trying to survive. It's not the monkey mind. It's the reptile mind. What? Making out. That's very good. That's a little bit of all three. What? Massage. Spooning. I'm not kidding. Think about it. Why is it with right? No, not scooping. Spooning. Spooning. Yeah, yeah. Acupuncture. All those things because when you have ventral and dorsal, that's a more restorative place. Does that make sense? You guys with me? And it's different because there's a huge difference between like abandonment, depression, suicidal ideation, and withdrawal under the covers by myself, terrified, alone, shut down, which is pure dorsal, 
and zenning out on an acupuncture table, like vibe at high, but being still. Who follows? This makes sense, right? So the goal is to realize that the sympathetic and dorsal systems aren't bad. They're survival responses. When you bring ventral to it, that's the goal, right? And there's a billion different ways people talk about it in terms of different, you know, uh, language patterns. But also think about this, okay? If I go back to this for a second, this slide. If you're here, if you're stuck here in a sympathetic loop, right, you have certain uh, biochemicals that are running through your body, lots of adrenaline, lots of cortisol, all that type of stuff. And let's just say you're here most of the time, right? And that's affective data going to the brain. If you're mostly in sympathetic most of the time, what do you think that does to your brain? That's right, it rewires it. So that's why when you get a brain scan, like a SPECT imaging scan at the aiming clinics or wherever you're going to go to do it, or an fMRI, recommend SPECT over MRI, but both are good, right? You're looking at not just what's happening in the brain, you're looking at in that moment what was happening in your vagal system. And most brain people don't know that. They're just like, oh, no, you have a reduced hippocampal activity and size because you have hypervigilant tendencies because I'm insympathetic, right? Um, same thing with dorsal. Right, so like when you look at like symptoms of depression in, and you look at like brain scans of people who are depressed, you're also looking at the brain scan of a dorsal vagal response. And we talk about a chemical imbalance. What causes that? Is it the brain just going, oh, where's the serotonin? Well, it's the, it's the nervous system, right? So it is the gut and dorsal vagal shuts the gut down right? So of course you're going to have a chemical imbalance because the factory stopped. So this is what this means. The ability to return to the autonomic nervous system balance is, the, is, is resilience, right? And so I'm going to say something that's going to counteract something I said earlier, okay? Remember we talked about the window of tolerance? Okay, so blessings to Siegel and Ogden, okay? It's not entirely accurate, okay? Window of tolerance, if I go hyper-aroused, what's that? That's right. And hypo is what? Okay. So, so this is a map of dorsal sympathetic responses without ventral vagal. That again. This is a map of, dors of dorsal and sympathetic responses without ventral in place. When you start looking at polyvagal theory, it takes this whole thing and goes, nah. Because if you can bring your ventral on board, you can handle all kinds of stress and sadness. Way more than your window of tolerance. Who follows? Okay? So it's not that Siegel and Ogden were wrong. That shit came out, got popularized by all the therapists, right? Awesome. And then Porges was like, but, and the thing is, all this stuff is new, okay? So every day there's some new course by some new expert or some new paper published about, yeah, but, and it's going to keep changing. So this event next year, different, because we're going to learn a lot in 12 months, okay? Who follows, right? But it's important to understand that your window of tolerance without the awareness of ventral vagal, that's why so many people in mental health treat their clients like these soft little fragile things. You know, okay, anyone in this room who specifically has specific hardcore trauma in your history, you are anything but soft and fragile. You are a resilient mother. Yeah. Is it true? Yeah. 
Think about the shit you've been through. You don't need some therapist going, oh, honey, let me just. Right? Yeah, fucking get all fucking sympathetic. Bitch, what the fuck? Oh, you have anger management dysregulation disorder. No, I got dumbass therapist disorder, right? Like, come on, you know? <laughs> and I'm not anti-therapist. I just want people to be neuroscience informed, and I want people to understand this, because when I have my ventral vagal system on board here, this thing goes, <sighs> right? Which is why we can do double regressions to some of the most, like, like, painful shit you guys have been through and then watch Inside Out at night and no one's having a psychotic break. Think about what you went through yesterday. Was that easy? No. Who, who thinks that was hard as fuck? Let me see my show of hands. Right? And you didn't know what was happening. You're like, oh, I'm going to do a meditation now. Cool. <laughs> right? And we know it's a double regression day too. And so that's why we spend so much time teaching you about what's happening. And by the way, that's just with a tiny bit of psychoeducation. Look how much more resilient you were. Who was able to regulate better? Let me see if I show hands. Right? Oh my God. We took you outside your window of tolerance? No. If we had done that stuff without teaching you about your system, what would have happened? I don't know what's happening! Right? So it's our job as people who are in the mental health you know, community providing this stuff is to teach you guys this shit so you realize, yeah, I can handle this. Because you're so much stronger than you realize when you know where the brake is, when you know where the gas is, when you know, oh, that's a steering wheel, not just a circle in my face. I thought that was just like a compass. I don't know. No, it's a steering wheel. <gasps> oh my God, right? Like these wheels turn, right? It's kind of like, think about this. What would, <laughs> what kind of roads would we build if Nobody in the car knew they could turn left or right. <laughs> well, we need a window of tolerance. <laughs> Who follows, right? And so it's a, beautiful, it's a beautiful map. Like, thank God we had that. But it's more of an arousal window, knowing this is how you respond automatically without your higher senses brought on board, without executive function, without your ventral vagal. And here's the thing. No matter how f***ed up somebody is clinically, everybody has a ventral vagal system and it can be rewired, right? And when you bring that stuff back online, you see incredible changes in people, okay? So, here's the deal. Without that ventral vagal anchor, it, we get health challenges, it creates distress in relationships, and it has a daily experience of suffering our daily lives. It creates that. I'm either always hyper-aroused, or I'm just really down, just, right? And if we go to a different storyline for a second, Eeyore, what's he? Dorsal, Tigger, sympathetic as man, right? It's like, bro, both of them just need some ventral vagal co-regulation, right? And so when we look at like what causes human suffering, it's the lack of awareness of the ventral vagal system because the goal of trauma is not to not be traumatized or go through hard stuff. That's going to happen, but it's making you more resilient, and the more resilient you become, the more you can handle. Because we're not going to create a trauma-free world where people don't get hurt. But we can create more resilient people so that things don't hurt them as bad. Because change is hard. Think about how hard change is, right? The more resilient you can become, the better. Think of it this way, right? Sometimes uh, in chronic illness, there's a type of uh, response that's like a hypersensitivity to almost any supplement. Anyone ever had that before? Why would someone be hypersensitive to almost any supplement, even the most like safest supplements? Let's think about it. 
put something in there, all of a sudden, feel like shit. But just guess. This is not 100% accurate for everybody, but it's directionally correct, okay? There's probably dorsal, for sure, but what's happening in the body? Let's just think about it. Let me ask a different question. Okay, let's, okay, let's pretend that I had a bunch of holes in this bottle, and I had a, a hose here, and I was trying to fill up the bottle of water, and the, the water was running in. What would happen to all the water? It would spread out. Oh, Mastin, you just have a real problem making floors wet because, you know, you just, every time you hold a bottle, you, the floors get wet. Well, if you could look at it, what would we see here and here and here? What would we see? That's right. So what would we want to do? Exactly. So watch this, okay? If we go dorsal, if we have a lot of trauma down there in our gut microbiome, we have our, you know, this is not what it looks like, but we have our, you know, intestinal tract. And what starts to happen is we could get this thing called leaky gut. So we get these like breaks, which is not exactly accurate, but it's good enough. Each of these things can be like little pores or holes. So I put something in, it goes out. And if it goes out into the body without being digested or broken down, or if it's surrounded by fecal matter, what's gonna, they're going to feel like? You're going to feel like shit. <laughs> right? That's called leaky gut. Right? So one of the first things you've got to do when you're addressing chronic you know, illness issues is look at, do I have leaky gut? Answer is probably at least a little. Okay? You repair leaky gut, so many other things become possible. Right? And so the, uh, the understanding is if I repair my leaky gut, things can become possible. If I use my ventral vagal, things can become possible. So when we look at certain diagnoses or certain processes or certain outcomes in life without some of these fundamental understandings, then, of course, we feel powerless. There's nothing to do. It's always going to be that way. But just the understanding that there's leaky gut changes the game. Just to understand, I can bring ventral vagal online, changes the game. Who follows? Right? So let's keep going. Okay? Maybe it's your husband's fault, or maybe neither one of you are bringing your ventral vagal system into the relationship. <laughs> right? It's really hard to argue with someone who's playful and attuned. Or get sad when you're sad. Oh my God, that must be really hard. Yeah, you asshole, you agree with me more. Nobody does that. They're like, oh, it is so sad. Right? So it's not that there's something wrong with you or them. You're missing a piece of your machinery. Okay? So let's move along. A flexible nervous system creates blended states. Really important idea that we now have a visual for because of the film yesterday. Okay? Blended states. What's a, what do you think just the term means? Exactly. So it's not just like one or the other. I can blend them together. Okay. So play is when ventral and sympathetic are holding hands. I got you. I got you. Why are you guys are just like, <laughs> why? That, they can be friends. Just like, and by the way, that's why I love the film. Cause you can see like sadness and joy. Like, Oh, we're going to hang out now. That's cool. We're friends. Right? It's a blended state, different colored memories, all that type of stuff. Okay? Also, a healthy catharsis is when ventral and dorsal are holding hands. So when you see someone who's like standing up here crying, are there, is there social engagement? And they're accessing that sort of shutdown part. Who follows? Right? And so the understanding is I have to learn how to create blended states. If all I did was went dorsal, first of all, I wouldn't be up front. Right? But the idea is, is that I, ha and the sympathetic is like, don't you f cry. Don't you f cry. Don't f 
cry. Right? Like, that's ventral. Like, you can cry. Right? And then if the sympathetic is really, oh, uh, I'm good. Right? But if ventral's there, it's like, honey, just go for it. Okay? So the goal here is, is that we want your nervous system to hold hands with different parts of itself. Okay? Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this and hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.